that's it. That's quite enough of that. The rest of you can carry on listening if you want, but I'm going for a lie down. Welcome to Nothing to See Here with Darren and Stephen, a conversation between two quite brilliant minds. Episode 10, The Interruptions episode. So we're in a hostage situation now, and Darren's gone from having a blue canvas bag over his head and apparently, whatchamacallit, handcuffs around his wrists and a penguin face mask. Oh, and a chocolate drink, because that's what most hostages get. They get a chocolate drink. Um, so the canvas bag's now come off, and he's just sitting there in his seat now. Oh, and the phone's just rung. So I get told off every week for having my phone on. He's got his hands uh, tied up and his phone rings. So he now can't pick up the phone. Uh, he tried banging it on his forehead to stop it. That didn't work. Whichever supposed friend has just rung, seems to have rung off. Right, now I'm being shown a piece of paper. No, I can't see, can't you show it to me like that? I can't, there's no time to read it. Oh, I'm being, oh, I'm being silenced now, that's nice. In ancient Rome, either of two magistrates who held consensuses supervised public morals. So apparently we're now in ancient Rome. Noun, one, one, an official who examines books. What's noun, what? Films, news, is this a critic? An official who examines books, films, news, etc. that are about to be published and suppresses any parts that are considered obscene politically unacceptable or a threat to security. So I think what we're talking about here now is the fact that I edit every week and I censor him. So we're now doing a symbolic act, uh, art installation, failing to win, turn a prize, a piece of performance art in which uh, my editing is being metaphorically and literally symbolically uh, verb examine a book film etc officially and suppress unacceptable parts of it the report has been censored in the national interest censorship <laughs> blocks something from being read <laughs> censor is to review something and to choose yeah well i don't censor i edit because if i didn't edit we'd have no audience if you think anybody in their right mind political it's not political censorship exists when a government attempts to conceal fake distort or falsify information that its citizens receive by suppressing or crowding out political news that the public might receive through news outlets censor is sometimes confused with censor s-e-n-s-o-r i don't know how to respond to any of this i'm not going to sit here for an hour and a half with you not saying anything well, just untie them. You managed to tie them up. You can certainly untie them. So now he's taken off the handcuffs. The penguin face mask come off. There's a big white scarf underneath. That's come off. And now there's a black, there's a black piece of masking tape across his mouth. And the number five is coming out of his left nostril. Come pull that off really hard. Oh, no, it's not the number five. It's a bit of snot. Um, just pull that really hard. Ow! I don't censor. I bring the equivalent of art every week by my editing. 
because no one wants to. I've had two complaints about your voice this week. People can't bear listening to it. I'm not doing this if you're just not going to say anything. Uh, what, what would you like me to say? Oh, you spoiled it. You see, I thought you were going to stay quiet for an hour and a half. You can't, can you? You really, really can't. So I think, pathetic. I, I that would have been such great art if you'd been silenced for an hour and a half. No, because you would have got all grumpy. No, I'd have loved my head. You would have got overwhelmed. You would have got all grumpy. Then you would have minced off no. the toilet. Then we would have a big deconstruct afterwards. And, and it's like, you know, the whole friendship would be in jeopardy yet again. It's like, I can't, I can't give you a breakdown every week. It's like, that's just not, you said it in the last episode. I can't, you know, this, this is, it's affecting both of our mental and emotional well-beings. There needs to be a little bit of kindness. I don't think it hasn't crossed my mind to do a whole flipping podcast with me not saying anything. You did it. You did it in the feedback episode, just accidentally. <laughs> I did. There was a nice bit of feedback I got. Really? Yeah, it was about me. What did it say? Uh, it said, loving your growing faith in yourself, which was always well deserved, but not generously given. Loving your growing what? Faith in yourself. Ah. Oh. That, that is nice, isn't it? Well, I thought it was quite nice because I thought she was talking, she'd listened to all of them up to about episode four as my faith grew and my confidence grew as I took on all the teaching that you'd given me. And then I realised she'd only heard the first one. <laughs> so she just basically meant in the 35 minute arc. It's uh, no, just the fact that I just made a podcast. Oh, I see. Ah, that's your increase in confidence. Oh, that's great. Has she listened to your excellent other one? Yeah, she likes that one. Mm. But then your voice isn't on that one. No, exactly. What did you talk about? No, no, don't. I don't care about that. Uh, I've got a hostage ransom note as well, apparently. Am I allowed oh, to... is that what it is? Right. We'll open it when I say. Okay, fair enough. Uh, just to describe that, there's a, a ransom note or something arrived in the post. So I'm not allowed to open it till Stephen says. And just for the record, actually, uh, just for the record, because I believe in proper accessibility, I was tied with black rope good quality black rope yeah so no we're here on saturday morning because somebody got a little bit too hot last week both of, us. both of us i just got annoyed at you that's entirely different there's nothing to do with the heat you were just frigging annoying with your disowning your own adult ability to control yourself as well as your bladder um i'm doing my kegel exercises right now do you want to explain that's, what that, that's not very good for an audio podcast, is it? No, but do you want to explain what you were doing? Yeah, Kegel exercises. People either know what they are or they can go and look them up. I'm not liking your attitude today. Did you know that prostate cancer is the most common cancer in men now? I didn't. So don't mock the Kegel exercises. Can you tell me what a Kegel exercise is? No. Ugh. I'm not looking it up because that always takes, that's what you always do and it takes a really long time. And then Well, it's if you're peeing, men and women can do it and it helps stop incontinence. It's when you're peeing and you stop yourself peeing, you pull some muscles up inside you, but you have to keep breathing and you can't do it with your, tighten your stomach muscles. And you have to do that when you're not peeing, you just have to do it, either sitting down or standing up four, five to 20 times. You knew that. Yeah, but I, 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 think it was kind of to, to give the context. If you're going to drop little things into the podcast, you might as well explain them. So I'm doing them now. <laughs> you're doing your pelvic floor exercises. 
Yeah, it gets me through the podcast. I do them most weeks. Do you? Yeah, but you haven't noticed. No, it's difficult to when 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 I'm faced with you, it's difficult to notice many things other than you getting hot and bothered, <laughs> and then just trying to look after you. Enough. Yeah, but the point the point is, as a therapist, that when I get hot and bothered and start behaving like a child, you have to uh, work with that and contain me and calm me down. And last week, you just got really angry. No, I think really angry might be a gross exaggeration. I think you just irritated me. No, uh, I was I was called the C word that got cut. And then you went back into your deepest, darkest Essex accent, which is always a bad sign. You were quite angry. I was grumpy towards the end. Absolutely. Not angry. Nah. And then you threw your phone across the room and smashed it. <laughs> That's not true. It is true. <laughs> no, it's not true. <laughs> Anyway, do you know what I've got in my fridge? Go on. Three quarters of an orange and a half melted Kinder egg. Half orange in a Kinder. You could make like Jaffa cake with that almost. Like if you, if you. Like, what about like, monkey nuts? I wouldn't put the monkey nuts in. I I wouldn't put the monkey nuts in that recipe. I mean, you could try it, but I might have them on the side just to get worried about the shell getting in. It's not the consistency of Jaffa cake, is it? Whereas so far you're doing quite well. Bit of Kinder chocolate egg. Do you want to put some context into this? Uh, so Stephen came for dinner and I made him lunch. A, sorry, lunch, same thing. No, it's not the same thing. Dinner is an evening meal. More than supper, tea, dinner. Lunch, tea, dinner. Um, supper. Um, yeah, so Stephen came for lunch. Uh, and like I do for uh, all of my friends who came for lunch, I made him a party goodie bag to take home with him. So that he could, you know, with gold glitter cum and all sorts of things in it. He didn't have gold glitter cum <laughs> It's just because that's like sort of like glitter sort of party-ish, isn't it? I don't know why I felt the need to debase the quality of my party bag. So yeah, so so, so, so you had cake in there, which uh, was lovely, uh, and you had an orange, which is healthy because I thought you needed one of your five a day. You had some monkey nuts because nuts are very good for you, uh, and then yeah, and we'd had a bit of a Jaffa cake themed afternoon on the back of last week's episode. So I thought, you know, you having tried the Negroni. Uh, I thought I could give you a few Jaffa cakes to set you on your way. Yeah, hilarious, except that the most insulting bit was I specially baked you cinnamon rolls and you sent me home with them again. Yeah, now in my defence, it's because you're a little bit autistic and a bit aspergic, so every time you come you're like, can you make sure I get have the tin back? And, and so uh, I always get a bit stressed that I'm going to forget to give you the tin back and, and I just forgot to take the stuff out of it because I was making sure I gave you the tin back because you always spend, you always arrive and do a 10 minute monologue about the importance of the tin or the Tupperware. It's like, and you give me the whole context. You're like, yeah, this one I actually bought at the pound shop and there were five for one pound. And I really like this one because it's rectangle. And then you tell me how like, like the size of it. And what it's made out of and like you know you clearly have a thing about tupperware and cake tins so it stresses me out a little bit because i know how important they are to you so part of me wants to smack you in the face and then the other part of me wants to forgive you welcome to every week of the podcast you're saying that like it's a new experience that was my aunt's tin and it's the tin she used to make Christmas cake in every year. And I remember saying to you, if I don't take it home, it doesn't matter. I'll get it another time. But I'd quite like to take it home today. Welcome to one of Stephen's infamous cake tin stories. Do you know where your aunt got it? No, but I was very close to my aunt and she's dead now. And that's the only thing I've got of her belongings. 
Do you know my aunt wrote? You won't remember Elizabeth Mother because you're how old are you? Uh, podcast is an ageist profession. We agreed not to discuss our ages. If people want to think that I'm, let them think whatever age they want to think I am. Let's not. Let's stop defining age is but a number anyway. As well, you know, because you've got a really big one, and I mean big number age. Uh, yeah. So let's you know. Let's not keep. Let's stay away from that. It's a ageless profession. The point I'm making is you're too young at the age of da -da 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 to remember a programme on Radio 4 called Listen With Mother. I know of it. And my aunt wrote a story about a little boy called Stephen and she sent the story in and it was read as part of Listen With Mother when I was a little boy. And what did Stephen get up to in the story? Well, I did contact the BBC because oh, they still had it and they, they couldn't find it, which is a great shame. Yeah, all jokes aside, that's a shame. Hmm. So you don't remember anything about it? No, no, because I was only about four or five. So that's why the tin's important. And I can't believe I came home with a bloody thing that I made specially for you on Monday. My finest cinnamon rolls. Yeah, I'd give them six out of ten. Maybe five and a half. That is, you know, that's more insulting than the re-gifting my moleskin notebook. Yeah, that might have been the plan. That's like piercing my heart. I was at the end of that sentence. You yeah. kind of kind of went up towards the end of it as if you were going to extend your own idea. Yeah, you do that all the time. That's one of your little annoying things is you go to the end of the sentence, go up, and then it sounds like you've finished. Oh, you haven't finished, but you have. Yeah, well, at least it I... really makes editing... Oh, so I'm not allowed to use that word, am I? It really makes the censorship difficult. That Yeah, I mean, censorship should be difficult, Stephen. It's not... Mm. You know, I know you've taken this oppressor's role on... Uh, what would you have done if you couldn't get that bag off your head? Uh, in what world was not, I not going to get the bag off my head? If the if the escapologist act, Houdini act had gone wrong, do you know I used to when I used to do a street theatre thing, I used to uh, I used to put myself in handcuffs and ropes to get the audience to tie me up, and then I would put myself in a uh, hessian potato sack covered in paraffin, and if I didn't do my little escapology bit within a minute, then they got to set me on fire. Shame it never went wrong. Predictable. Uh, so there was no, yeah, yeah, there was, you know, I mean, if I'd not got out of the bag, you could have watched uh, an on. Unfortunately, at that terrible climactic image of if Darren had not been able to get out of that bag, what we could have watched will never be known because my camera and sound decided to freeze. You've frozen. Uh, did you did the same thing happen to you though? Did it just go? Uh, you just went. And a second time, and it was all going so nicely. Hi. I'm hoping that's just going to get recording. Because I thought you were pretending to be frozen. I went on talking to you and the quality of, of what I was getting back was far superior to uh, what I normally get back, which is why I realised that you were actually frozen uh, and not online. Because suddenly everything was a lot easier and a lot funnier. So I would have missed your escapologist. Escapologist. Escap 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 help me. 
No, I, no. What is it you're trying to say? Getting out of a sack act. If I'd seen it, what would I have seen? <laughs> Get, my getting out of a sack act. And, uh, and, and what's it called when somebody escapes from something? Um, I think the sound's gone really weird. Do I sound, I'm not, do I sound all right? Define all right. So, ignoring that facetious remark, no, it wasn't all right, and we had to start again. You trying to sabotage this today, or what? Is that what? Hello, it's my delivery. So, deep breath. I was expecting a new phone delivery, which I knew was going to come sometime during our podcast recording. What I was expecting was a knock on the door that I would just have to pause the recording for a few minutes and then we'd resume. But... Oh, I thought that was them turning up. It was. It was them telling me there'll be 20 minutes. Fucking crap. You are on a proper wreck of this today, aren't you? (laughs) Should we get back on task? Should we all remind ourselves why we're here today? Censorship blocks something from being read, heard or seen. To censor is to review something and to choose to remove or hide parts of it that are considered unacceptable. Just to remind everyone why we're here today, Stephen. Have you ever been censored? No. (laughs) Uh, Just give me a second. Sex fact, sex fact. Here's a sex fact. That's all you're getting today. We're doing censorship, so we're only getting half. So all we're getting today is sex fact, sex fact, here's a sex fact. But we're not, the irony is, what's happening, is we're not going to have the sex fact. Uh, because I'm not sure it, 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 it's good enough uh, for this podcast. Despite the fact that the artist who created it, who was commissioned, spent a good old amount of time, energy and effort on, on and put his heart and his love into it, uh, I'm just going to cut it. Or do you know what? Worse, I might even just play some music over it. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, let me see if I can do that. That's just, give me a second. I'm going to play some inappropriate music over it. At which point he played some inappropriate music over it. I have to censor that because of copyright laws. Ah, but do you see how the joke is working? Do you see what I've managed to engineer? Yeah, you've just worked that out this second because I said that to you. That hadn't crossed your mind before. I consciously used the MI music at the beginning, knowing you would go, can't use that, copyright. What, um, <laughs> what MI music at the beginning? MI music at the beginning. Of what? Of this episode. So you had you had some war noises, because we're at war these days. It's got it's beyond heat. We're now at war. Um, hence your choice of oppressive music last week. Uh, so you had some war noises. And then... You had some MI, you had the MI theme tune, which you went, can't use that, copyright, which I knew you would do because you are a censor. So to put that into context, at the beginning of the recording with gunfire, Darren also played the theme tune for Mission Impossible, at which point I said, I can't use that because of copyright reasons, I'll have to cut it. And... I couldn't use it because of copyright reasons, so I cut it. I'm not a censor when it comes to copyright music. It's people's living. 
if you cared about this podcast artists you... who create yeah what's the you did that thing again where it sounded like you were going to say something if Jesus, but, you know, was put on BBC Two on a Saturday night and you got no money for it, you wouldn't be happy. So if Jesus was on telly on a Saturday night and I didn't get any money for but it... Your I, mystery play with you playing Jesus, you know what I'm talking about, was put on TV. Oh, I thought you meant like... You didn't get any money for it, you wouldn't be happy. So, you know, whoever wrote Mission Impossible theme tune, they want money every time it gets played in public. And that's yeah. the law, and I'm not going to break the law. If you cared more about this podcast, you'd pay the royalties. No, because I can't get the royalties on stuff like that. It's too specialised. There is music I can pay royalties for. Yes, Why you think I'm going to spend my money on this podcast? <laughs> How much did you pay the voiceover artist and Miranda Ferranda who did the uh, promotion jingle? Maria Macarena, you mean? Yeah. yeah. How much they're did you pay her? On the, in it, they're on very exclusive contracts. <laughs> Uh, part of their contract is uh, there's a censorship written into the contract to <laughs> discuss uh, their fee. They're not allowed, and I'm not allowed to discuss their fee. So why are you discussing it then? No, I'm discussing the concept of it in an abstract way. I'm not naming it. So your art this week is censorship. Can I open my thing yet? So no, I'm, I want to know what art you brought to this. You you, re, you want me to explain to you? No, I'm just, is, is the censorship the art? So last week I got accused of never bringing any art or a few backdrops and that's all I ever did because I obviously spent, because I spent all week on my boat, which yeah. apparently is called Mary. Muscle uh, <laughs> Spreading COVID obviously around our shores. Obviously. And, um, I never bring any art. All I do is I obviously spend hours and hours and hours every week censoring. No, because I think what's happening... I get... What's happening here? No, please do continue. No, carry on. What's happening here? Honestly, my... Uh, just to let's remind everybody what an honour, a privilege and an education it is to be working with you. Please do continue. What's happening here? What's happening here? <laughs> well, I've turned up to do a podcast. You've done everything you possibly can so far to destroy it and sabotage it. And so what you've not what you're not doing this week is kind of literally censoring with your edit equipment. You're censoring through your terrible, badly organized behavior and a series of sabotages, which if Freud was with us, he'd be orgasming all over over the place about. If you want. Orgasming. <laughs> all over the place about just in case you thought I said it wrong by mistake the first time a little bit like pot puree <laughs> you've turned up with an installation on censorship and as it so happens by weird coincidence my or somebody's internet zoom beating technical facilities are not working very well convenient that isn't it <laughs> so I got told every single no no I didn't get told every I got shouted at last week because I did get, well, that was one, but you were shouting at me. I don't bring any art. All I do apparently is censor, 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 censor. I don't bring any art. So I brought some art this week for you. What's the art? The destruction? So Monday, Monday was getting up, doing a yoga class, going for a run, baking some beautiful cinnamon rolls. There was so much love went into those cinnamon rolls that were then thrown back in my face. Um, I made some art and it's, it's there in your hand or next to you or wherever you put it. But I've not opened it yet. No, you can open it now and see what art I brought to this podcast. I'm 
Just do not treat it badly. So you're even, even now telling me what to do with my gift. Because it's art. Censoring the way that no. I... Like, I can't, so you've, you've sent me something and now I can't even respond to it in my own way. I have to respond to it in the way yeah, that like you... Ripping the envelope open like it's... This is the worst sort of dictatorship that's happening at us right here, right now. Just be gentle with it. Being gentle. Oh my God, that's amazing. I'm not allowed to call it amazing, because right? that's been censored as well. <laughs> What? So you've sent me a picture of myself, which hand drawn, which you've drawn, hand drawn. Uh, but but what word would you like me to use about it? Because I'm not allowed to use my own language anymore. Not just the first word that comes into your head. The first word that came into my head was amazing, and I'm not allowed to use that because yet again something else has been censored. And each time I express a feeling that something is amazing, I get I get fucking. Jeff Jin is amazing, and they're not on the same level. So how? So tell me about your picture that you've created for me of me. Uh, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, I've uh, got to take a photograph of it. Oh well, I can send you a photograph of it. You've also dated it 2012, which is kind of weird because we didn't know each other in 2012. Show me the back of it. Oh God, I was in such a rush. Is this, a, is this your way of telling me that you've been stalking me? <laughs> but also there's a portrait of you mid podcast you know how you bought a goat that was silent to the to to the other episode no don't remember that i like the fact that yet again you've sabotaged your own art for the sake <laughs> you are you are all jokes aside notice what i've done there uh you are the comedy genius in, in, in this podcast. What, what you do is so layered. The sophistication behind the 18 interruptions to this podcast today in order to, you know, censor in a different way. I mean, phenomenally sophisticated. Arranging a delivery in the middle of the podcast in order to censor. Yeah, again, I mean, phenomenally phenomenally clever creating a piece of potentially beautiful art and then fucking it up at the very last moment by, by writing the wrong date on it i mean that's high up that is i mean you are great artist king of comedy <laughs> right here right now it is an honor a privilege and an education to be able to do these weekly zoom card postcards with you <laughs> and you know all of my aggression and all of my you know poking uh you know all of my bombasticness just it's just thinly disguised admiration one might even argue that it's censored admiration because it's translated and disguised into something else into what bombastic aggressive peacocking what did I write apart from the wrong date? Uh, I'm not going to read out what you said on the back. Uh, I'm going to censor it. And what's gone into this image? My heart. Charcoal? Pencil? 
my heart. And your heart. Charcoal pencil and your and heart. And my heart. I don't want to give it away. It's really lovely. Mm, that makes a change. Because you gave away the pie. You gave away the uh, cakes. You gave away the moleskin notebook. So let's, let's, let's revisit. I'm going to ask you some questions. I know you like the multiple choice questions because uh, there's a chance you might actually get something right. Um, so I will make it multiple choice. Uh, let's, let's revisit. Let's play. Uh, let's call it, how did Stephen sabotage this piece of art? Stephen, why did I give away the pie that you beautifully sent me in the post? Was it A, because I'm really mean and really horrible and really nasty and I wanted to make you feel bad? Is it B, because I was really ungrateful and I'm really mean and really nasty and I wanted to hurt your feelings? Or was it C, because you bought me, you sent me a meat pie? Because, because you were going on about bloody meat pies and vegetable pies and how you like both meat and vegetable pies. Listen, and I, I didn't realise you were vegetarian. I, I don't see people responding like this on the chase or on the price is right. They just answer the question and then they progress or they don't progress. What was the answer? A, B or six? Six. Thanks. You can have a point, but then you can lose that point for fucking up the pie. Um, question two. Why did I uh, create an episode around your present and put it in the re-gifting pile? A, I'm really mean, really horrible and I want to hurt your feelings. B, uh, because I was running out of ideas and I was desperate for something. And so I just grabbed the first thing that I could find to, to, for some content. Or six, because it was a shit gift. Six. You can have a point for that because that's the right answer, but you're going to lose a point because it was a shit gift. Can we have a scores on the doors? What are we on so far? Two questions. How many points? Zero. Good. You're doing very well. Daddy is very proud. Uh, uh, why did I give your cakes back to you? Uh, was it A, because I'm really mean and really horrible uh, and I wanted to hurt your feelings? Was it B, uh, because uh, I made you a party bag full of really lovely treats that I really lovingly wrapped up each individually in their own wrapping paper? It took hours, uh, including the toast uh, that we had with the soup for lunch. Or six because you stressed me out by talking at me for about an hour and a half about your auntie's cake tin that I felt so pressured to make sure that you took it home with you uh, that I panicked and forgot to take the cake out of it. I'll be back. So that bang was the delivery man knocking on the front door with my new phone. So I had to go off and sort that out, which took about 15 minutes during which time Darren went even further into his own sad little world. So was that, was that you gay pottering? Let's just remind ourselves where we are today, shall we? Censorship. Noun. Censor. Noun. An official who examines books, films, news, etc. that are about to be published and suppresses any parts that are considered obscene, politically unacceptable, or a threat to security. Now, because of the censorship that you've imposed on us today in this episode, and I don't think the comedy that you've created today could 
actually be taught. I think inviting... I do not think. I think you win. <laughs> so what have you got from today, Stephen? What have you, what have you, let's reflect. I have How? given, I've given you, my reflection is I created and gave you art from my heart. And I am really, really proud of that. And you are so overwhelmed by it. You can't cope and you've just been continually nasty to me. Uh, eat your own little words. Cause look, it's already in a frame. <laughs> I had so much time to kill when you took the eighth break today. Went out to shops. Wearing your penguin mask. I thought you didn't go near people. For you, for your picture, I risked my life. <laughs> we'll get your hair cut though, will you? No. Should we do the promotion? Genuine promote or indulgent gloat? Heads. Genuine promote. My genuine promote for this week is the uh, 15 families of beavers that were, uh, until this week, illegally squatting in Devon. But this week they were granted the legal rights to uh, have their status as residents to remain on the Devon waterways after a five-year study revealed that the reintroduced animals had made a positive contribution to fish populations and the local environment. Uh, that's my genuine promote, is, is for those 15 families. I'm wishing them all of the best. Big up the people of Devon that uh, fought for them to stay. Yeah, go beavers. Do you love beavers? I'm not responding to that. Yeah, I've got some drilling. <laughs> uh, it's been special. Well, I mean, it happened is what I mean. <laughs> Although, in a sense, it didn't because you weren't here for most of it. But the bit that you were here for, almost as interesting as the bit that you weren't here for, uh, it's going to be difficult for you to edit because the silence quite often today is more interesting. I don't edit. What's that interruption, Stephen? That's the new phone. I've never talked about my bottom. As a beautiful, I mean, it is a beautiful thing, but I've never talked about my beautiful bottom on this podcast. Because if I did talk about how beautiful my bottom is on this podcast, you'd probably cut. That was the uncensored version of Nothing to See Here with Darren and Stephen. The interruptions episode. The director's cut. Thank you for listening. This is how this has come on because in our first episode, the pilot episode, which was about love and death, we were accused of not talking about love and death. Whereas this has matured so much now that by episode 10, if we do an episode on censorship, we do an episode on censorship. Exactly. And Arnold Holy, our only listener left, ironically, will write the hugest letter of appreciation. So have you ever been censored?